Hello, all you Lasso fans. Yes, that's right. We're talking Lasso today in a bit of our shrinking <laughs> which, uh, episodes. Which show? We're, we're taking a bit of a, we're taking going back to Lasso land here for just a second. I'm uh, your host today, Craig McFarland. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Jeremy Geckner. How are you, sir? I'm good. Lasso, last head lasso, lasso, lasso. It seems familiar. It seems like a familiar show. I can't quite place it, though. It, it's in there. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it. Back. Coming back to me now. The only place right, you can so, go for Ted Lasso shrinking and Celine Dion, everyone. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I am so excited today because, you know, mm. we were toying with the idea. Kansas City, Missouri is about five hours away from us. And there is an event that happens every single year that uh, Jason Sudeikis hosts called Thunder Gong. And it benefits the Steps of Faith uh, organization. And we were like, you know what? We should do this some year. And it turns out that some year is this year. This we're going year, to Thundergong. <laughs> we're going to be joined by our good friend, Brandon Davis, who you've heard on the podcast. He holds uh, Front Row Classics, but he also is hosting the Steven Spielberg uh, fan cast with me, Cinematic Horizons. And I just can't wait to head there and do this event. So we reached out to the organization and the CEO messaged us back and said, hey, if you want to talk, um, I'm more than willing to come onto the show and be able to talk to you about Steps of Faith and what Thunder Gong is and really get a sense of what the money being raised for this event, even though it's a super cool event and I'm super excited for it, but where does that money go and what does their organization do? And I'm so excited that we get the chance to talk to uh, Billy Brimblecombe Jr. today. He is the CEO of Steps of Faith and uh, man, I'm excited about it. Yeah, this is going to be really fun uh, because not only just, you know, the adjacency to Ted Lasso with, you know, Jason Sudeikis being involved and in, in one of the organizers and, and, of course, the host of this event. Um, but, you know, it, it's an amazing organization, Steps of Faith, that has such vital work um, that a lot of people don't think about all the time. So I'm really excited just to get to talk to him, not even just about Thunder Gong and what we can expect and what all of our fans can expect if they're also going, but just the organization that's uh, behind it all and how we can help with them. That's what I would say, you know, having uh, talked to him, message back and forth with him. I think what we're going to do is really focus uh, the questions, the interview on the idea of what is the organization and then Absolutely. also how does Thunder Gong play a role in that? So I'd encourage you to listen. We're not really focusing a lot. Uh, he's childhood friends with Jason Sudeikis. That's how he gets uh, tied up with Jason and that's how he gets to host and everything else. We absolutely <laughs> could ask him a bunch of questions about that. We, of course, love Jason Sudeikis, but we we really want to put the spotlight on Steps of Faith and on Thunder Gong and sort of their mission and how we as fans of Ted Lasso, fans of Jason Sudeikis, yeah. can go back and give back to those people. Yeah, I'm here, here. And I think that's ultimately the message of Ted Lasso, isn't it? You know, join together to make the world a better place. Um, and, you know, collectively through collective kindness, make the world better. And that's definitely what Billy's up to with Steps of Faith. And uh, I can't wait to talk to him about it. Yeah, for sure. But before we go and talk to him, what the heck is Thunder Gong? I think for that, <laughs> I think for that answer, we should go to the man uh, directly to the host of the event. So this is from the Steps of Faith YouTube channel. Uh, I absolutely got permission to be able to steal this audio. <laughs> so just so you know, but here is Jason Sudeikis explaining exactly what Thunder Gong is. Thunder Gong is, if I were to explain it, it would be like your most clever friend made you a mixtape. They put songs that make you cry, songs that get you excited. It's an evening of that great eclectic mixtape. It's a variety show. It makes you bob your head, it makes you stamp your feet, it makes you laugh, but then also it can make you cry, which is, you know, not a bad emotion. 
The only thing that we have that we're battling against as human beings collectively is our own apathy and our own cynicism. And Thundergong, with the power of John Bonham's kick drum, blasts that right, you know, through the Earth's butthole. I think a big reason that something like Steps of Faith is important is because you get people an arm that they lost through some tragedy or a leg that they lost, you're giving them their confidence back. It's a no-brainer to help an organization at all, much less one as beautiful as Steps of Faith. It is so great to bring Billy to Peanut Butter and Biscuits and talk all things Thunder Gong with you and, of course, Steps of Faith as well. So, first of all, how are you doing, Billy? How's everything going? Go, I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. That's awesome. And I want to start off by talking about Steps of Faith, because I think that, you know, I had the uh, really the honor to work with the veteran population in one of my positions throughout my career. And I think through that, I was able to learn the bare basics of people that might need some kind of prosthetic uh, with that community. But I feel like even in just reading through and doing some research on your organization and on the stories and the people that you've been able to help, this is such an important thing that I think that most people don't necessarily know a ton about this particular community um, or this particular disability. And so I'm just so glad to talk to you about it all today. But can you just kind of give us a little bit of an intro to what Steps of Faith is? Absolutely. Everything you just said was perfect. Um, yes, Steps of Faith, we are a nonprofit, 501c3, public charity, been around, uh, this is year number 10 for us. Started originally in Nashville, Tennessee, with a plan to help um, amputees nationwide that have no health insurance and no other way to get a prosthetic limb. Um, we uh, now, for the last seven years, been based in Kansas City, my hometown, and uh yeah, so so that's the very short version of what Steps of Faith does. But 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 I'll say just before I forget, you know, you you hit the nail on the head with the people don't understand. So we shine a very light, uh, very bright light on the military in this country, and you know everyone wants to thank a veteran and pet a dog. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's people that like, and there's nothing wrong with either of those. Those are good, healthy instincts, right? Uh, but um, because of that, people just assume with like even me as an amputee or Steps of Faith, what we do, that I am lost my leg in, in the war. And so some quick stats for you. Um, 500 people lose a limb every day in the United States, just in the United States. That's not counting other countries. Um, just over 500. So, But since 9-11, so modern warfare for 20 plus years now, there's only... Last number we had was 1,558 combat amputees. So 500 every day, but only 1,500 in 20 years for that reason. That's not a diabetic Vietnam veteran who lost a limb. This is saying, you know, so uh, the, the the veterans make up less than one. They're, they're like the smallest on the pie chart of causes for amputation in America. Um, but, you know, we just, again, we shine a bright light on the military, understandably. So veterans need a lot of help with a lot of things, and there's a lot of organizations to help them. Something they don't need help with because, A, the number is small, and B, if they have, which is paying for a prosthetic limb because the government takes care of that piece. Mm -hmm. So we're helping your friends, your neighbors, the person who lives in Texas and has Medicaid, which doesn't cover prosthetic care for adults or one of the handful of states that does that. So. I 
I know that Jeremy wants to jump in with a question too, because he <laughs> he just let me know that he has one. But before he does, I was kind of shocked at the number. And I guess it, it makes sense because prosthetics are becoming uh, so much more um, in terms of technology and everything else that's going into them. But I was shocked at the number the amount of money that it ta- it takes for mm. someone to have a prosthetic limb and so could you give us those numbers and sort of what this is sort of what those donations what people that give to your uh, organization or maybe even go to Thundergong this is where that money's going but can you give us some of those numbers yes you were right about that part yeah um yeah so everything medical in the United States of America uh is expensive so no matter what it is if it's, you know, it, it it's expensive. So that said, prosthetic limbs, if you are, if your insurance is paying for them or if you're going to pay out of pocket or something like that, the cheapest it's going to be is $5,000 for the most mm. basic below the knee amputation, right? So, and they go all the way up to $100,000. So a couple things really, really, more than $100,000, a couple things. The thing I wear is a $60,000 prosthesis. I lost my limb above the knee to cancer. So it has a prosthetic knee, that kind of thing. This is not, I could drive a Honda, but choose a Ferrari. No, Mm -hmm. no, no. That stuff does not apply when it comes to prosthetic limbs. There's a lot of different kinds of prosthetic limbs because there's a lot of different kinds of human bodies that need these prosthetic limbs. So that is the appropriate thing for me. So with Steps of Faith, you're exactly right. We're, there's, there's three and a half of us on staff. We are in a tiny office. I'm in a spare room that happens to have our first Thundergong backdrop behind me here. Excellent. <laughs> uh, very low overhead, but you know, there's a cost of doing business, you know, so we're not getting $60,000 prosthetic limbs for folks. We're getting them, hopefully the thing that's, you know, uh, uh, we can help somebody for as low as $500. So it's, it's often closer to a thousand dollars, but I always say those numbers cause they're true. And then every time we're doing an event, somebody's going to get 500 bucks. It's amazing. So yeah. And, and that's because we are able to get things at wholesale. Um, through we have the way our business works, we have these relationships with um, the two largest prosthetic distributors in the country, which is where uh, 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 the doctor, the prosthetist would buy the parts from. So, mm. yeah. So prosthetists donate their time and then we pay for the stuff. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And, you know, going over um, your site and just like really perusing like the story of uh, Steps of Faith. What blew me away is what you've already kind of touched on, which is that how many people lose them lose limbs to just disease um, in the country, um, in just this country. Um, and of course, you yourself have a history with that, of course, with the uh, cancer diagnosis that, that caused that for you. Um, like, can you tell a little bit about your own personal story and how that led you inevitably to starting Steps of Faith? Yeah, Um Steps of Faith kind of fell into my lap, but we'll we'll get to that. I mean, the, the short version of the, of the story would be um, 1999. I was in a really terrible car wreck. Uh, the Jaws of Life were used. Those are real Jaws of Life. Um, uh, I, I was really, really banged up, jacked my back up, you know, crushed a couple vertebrae. It was terrible. Um, it was in the, the winter, February of 99. Later that summer, my left ankle started hurting really bad in the middle of the night. For like three nights, could barely sleep. Um, over time, and it would go away for months, the pain. But over time, that pain started happening more often. I got it looked at by the doctor that helped me after the, the car accident. And he like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. You're fine. Who knows? Uh, and then eventually the pain started happening more often. When it would come on, the pain episodes would last longer, like a whole week. And the level of the pain went up. 
So again, trying to make a long story short, I finally went to a neurologist to check out the nerve damage that we thought I had in my left ankle. It was not a neurological issue. Go get a, you know, this scan, then this scan and this scan There's something in there, something in there, something in there. And ultimately that that's how they were able to determine, um, there's a big tumor in my leg. We did a biopsy. They thought it was lymphoma. My doctor said, I wish it was lymphoma. It's actually this mm. thing called Ewing sarcoma, which is really very rare, especially for an adult. I was 28 at the time, 2005. So yeah, that's how they kind of, that's how I found it. And then, you know, I was test, test, test to make sure it wasn't anywhere else in my body. And thankfully it wasn't and was in chemo immediately. And then, um, ultimately, you know, I was told ahead of all that, like the only reason you would lose your leg would be to save your life. And, and if it is a sarcoma, we have to remove the sarcoma and everything that it touches. So I knew that it was a sarcoma and I knew that it was a very big tumor in my ankle and it was touching everything. So I kind of had this in retrospect, I knew, you know, that it, that was very, very real possibility. And it was kind of the only thing I was afraid of and it all worked out. <laughs> so. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And that of course led to, um, Steps of Faith and to Thunder Thundergong, and we, we're definitely going to uh, talk more about Thundergong because we're all there. Um, I did want to ask you, though, like you talked about, you know, how certain government programs may or may not pay for these things, and most of the time they don't. Do you guys have any kind of um, lobbying efforts or grassroots types of things that people, maybe if they're not in Kansas City, um, you know, around the organization itself, like us here in Illinois, is there any way for people to like get involved, like from a grassroots level that might want to? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so, so it was, it's two questions. If the, do we do we do any advocacy? Um, kind of uh, for now. Meaning, I, on behalf of me and my amputee community and Steps of Faith, usually um, I kind of just started that back up after a weird few years um, this year. Uh, go with one or two different amputee related groups. Um, the, the, the one this year was actually a group that is more of a, um, uh, a, a prosthetic and orthotic industry accreditation organization. It's real inside baseball, yeah. uh, AOPA anyway. Uh, but, uh, to, to do that very thing, to meet with my local representatives in Washington, DC to basically talk common sense, uh, to them. So steps of faith is like, um, you know, the system is broken. So therefore we're there to help pick up the pieces. Mm. What you're talking about is trying to slowly but surely fix the system. So to answer your question about how people can get involved, um, there's a lot out there, uh, but it, 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 look at the amputee coalition. Um, uh, they have a website um, and because it's all it's all state by state type things to work on these federal, you know, you get the states and to, to say yes. So, yeah, there, it, it's it's ridiculous um, that uh, th the main issue that we have here is. I will say this is not my opinion. Um, it is a fact we are all under the thumbs in the United States of America of drug companies. Mm -hmm. What are 75 percent or more of every commercial on TV now, <laughs> Ozempic and drug commercials. Um, mm -hmm. I say Ozempic because they have the best theme song, you know, but yeah. um, but uh, um, there's uh, we're, we're under the thumb of the drug companies and health insurance companies. So mm -hmm. no one is in the business of making money. You shouldn't be. You should be in the business of providing a service. We are we make a podcast. 
We are the prosthetic leg salesman. We, we, uh, I'm a musician. I'm a plumber. I'm a teacher. I'm a doctor. You're providing a service to someone no matter what. Health insurance companies should be in the business providing health insurance. Drug companies should be in the business of providing drugs that can save our lives and make us feel better. But instead, those companies are very, very clearly in the business of making money, and it shows. And we'll stop there uh, so that a vein doesn't pop out of my head. <laughs> okay. there's, a, there's a lot you can do. It's just kind of that's not, you know, again, these are these are facts, right? Yep. So mm -hmm. um, but yes, there's a lot of uh, advocacy and things like that that uh, is kind of ongoing. And it's really, um, you know, with Steps of Faith being 10 years old now, it's kind of the first time I've tried to I, I feel like I've been able to go, oh, wow. And like, look ahead while looking back because I can look back. Oh, well, we made it 10 years. Then I can go, okay, well, what did the next two to five to 10 years look like? And I really feel like um, possibly uh, one of the next frontiers is, is a program of Steps of Faith. The YMCA has lots of programs. Steps of Faith has one, getting prosthetics for uninsured amputees. Um, could be some more legislative advocacy as an organization. We'll see. Mm -hmm. no, okay. Cosign my name to everything you just said there. So well done. Cool. <laughs> You know, and I, I'm going to take this uh, moment. You mentioned that you've got a staff of about three or three and a half. And uh, I've taken this moment to use this as a transition point. I was looking on uh, the staff as well and saw that Jim is your uh, operations person. Also, I love the Get Up Kids. So I was just like, <laughs> I noticed that name. And it seems like all these cool people come from Kansas City. I've never been to, I'm, I'm literally going to Kansas City this weekend for the first time. And then I'm also going to be coming back a month later for Thunder Gong. Uh, but it just seems like it's going to be such a great time. So I want to transition into talking about music and how you're able to put together something like this concert this will be the i believe the seventh thunder gong and to kind of give a sense of what that's going to be like for people that want to participate or that already have their tickets yeah yeah there's something in the water or the barbecue sauce here in Kansas. the barbecue sauce definitely. where do i go <laughs> first of all that's that's a good question because I've got a, I've got some people guiding me through Kansas City, but everybody has a different opinion. Is there yeah. is there a place to go or a brewery to go? I love this might craft be controversial, well. man. The barbecue yeah, yeah. wars here. <laughs> yeah, the barbecue discussion is controversial, but but uh -huh. I feel that I am very qualified to weigh in. Okay, uh, good. Growing up in Kansas City, um, and living in Tennessee for a period of time where people thought there was great barbecue, uh, those people are wrong. Um, <laughs> um, I will say peg leg porker in Nashville, which is owned and named cheekily enough, uh, uh, by Carrie Bringle, who's a friend of mine, who's an amputee. That's not just because I'm partial to him because he's my amputee brother. It is the best barbecue in Nashville, peg leg porker, okay. uh, one of the best ribs I've ever had. Kansas city, my homeland. Um, uh, I'll break it down for you real fast. I'll just, I'll just give you two because okay. all the other ones you're going to see all over the place. There is a there's there's a, uh, a location in Blue Springs, which is near the 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 sporting the Chief Stadium Royal Stadium, and then there's one in Lenexa, Kansas, in the suburbs, but it's right off the highway. It's called Zarda Barbecue with a Z. Zarda oh, Barbecue. Okay. It is my number one favorite. I grew up with it, and unlike a lot of things that I loved eating when I was a child, I still love eating this as an adult because it's good. Right, my palate is far more sophisticated, and Zarda <laughs> has stood the test of time. It is the best barbecue beef brisket in Kansas City, which means it's the best barbecue beef brisket on earth. Um, I stand by that. It is incredible. 
uh, completely different vibe and more upscale and uh, whatnot. Uh, Jack Stack Barbecue, I feel, is okay. very excellent. Jack Stack catered my wedding reception many years ago. So Zarda Barbecue and Jack Stack. And Jack Stack is all over the city. It's out in the suburbs. It's in the city, that kind of thing. There's one on the plaza. There's one downtown. It's- so. When you're when you're in town, you could if you're coming here twice, you could hit both of those spots. Well, yeah, it's so funny because one of our listeners uh, actually I hadn't even visited Kansas City yet. But after Jason wore a Jack Stack uh, shirt on the show, one of our listeners sent us both shirts. So we both got Jack Stack shirts. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Um, So, yes, barbecue, Kansas City. Did we did I miss a did I miss a question in there? Uh, (laughs) Any uh, real quick breweries? You you do anything uh, about breweries? I'm retired from drinking, so I'm kind of the wrong okay. guy to ask. But there's okay, a lot. No, that's okay. There's a lot, and they're popping up. Here's one I'll name that's also in the suburbs, and just because I just met this guy, and he's real cool. So if for nothing else, you should go there because he's cool, and it like is in this awesome old place right near where I grew up. And I'm like, how is there cool stuff in downtown Shawnee, Kansas now? But there is. <laughs> uh, and it's called Friction Brewery. Also okay. pretty close up the highway, Friction Brewery. Um, that guy's a real sweet dude that I met just last week. Um, That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Well, now tell us about Thunder Gong. You know, we're excited because I remember the seeing the clips from last year and being so jealous. We're about a five hour drive away. Um, and just seeing like clips of like Brendan doing some hula hooping and there's all this, like, it just seems like such a party atmosphere. So can you kind of set the stage for us for what people can expect, uh, when they attend that kind of event? Yeah. Yeah. It steps Sims Faith puts on this Thunder Gong event every year. This is the seventh year we've done it, like you said. And, you know, it really is like this experience that you kind of can't get anywhere else. There's two lifelong friends that have been pals since we were teenagers, me and Sudeikis, doing the things we love the most, bringing our friends together to make music and make each other laugh. And that's <laughs> it. That's how that's what we bonded over when I was 18 and he was 19 way back in the day. And um, that's what Thunder Gong is. And I think that's why it resonates with people, you know, aside from like the famous faces, it, it it's just a really fun time. It is, um, I, I like to say it's a rock and roll variety show. I think Jason once called it a, a rock and roll jambalaya or something like that. So that's also good. Um, but it really is. Jason hosts and there are these people that are involved that are famous, not for music, but are very musical. Jason being one of them, Jason singing songs, Will Forte, um, th- this year, uh, Brendan Hunt from, from Ted Lasso, who's a very musical man, mm-hmm. uh, Richardson, also a very musical man who was also on Ted Lasso and Veep and Detroiters and all sorts of great things. Um, I tell Sam every year that we should quit our day jobs and start a band and go on the road together. Um, he has not said no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, he's getting a lot of work right now. So I know he might just not he, be too busy. <laughs> he's Yeah, exactly. Right. They got time. So, um, yeah, but then there's also we have world class, you know, uh, musicians that usually people know. Like um, uh, this year, we have a gentleman named Kevin Morby, who I just recently met over the last couple of years, who actually is from Kansas City, but is is becoming more and more well known around the world and is on many a commercial, not drug commercial, that <laughs> you've heard. Um, and uh, you know, in the past, we have a few others that are in the air that we're in various states of uh, trying to uh, confirm uh, currently. Uh, that I can't speak on just yet because they li- we literally don't know. Uh, we okay. hope it's going to happen, but um, but yeah, we've also had you know Winona Judd and Chance the Rapper and Ben Harper and The Darkness and uh, Madison Ward and the Mama Bear and the Get Up Kids. You know all of these um, incredible artists from all around the world come together, and we're just making music. 
You know, it's funny because Jason's funny and some of the things that he and those other guys do is funny, but it's really mostly songs, you know, and of course we're talking about steps of faith here and there. And, and um, you know, we always feature a person that we've helped um, so that people understand, you know, the heart of the whole, the whole point of what we're doing, you know, and we're there to, to raise money for steps of faith, which has gone very well for the last six years. And, um, you know, let people know it, what, the, the why behind, you know, what Thundergong is about and what Steps of Faith is about, and just create a really good time for the people that are in the room, you know, just really create this beautiful um, show for people. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, I, I think it's I think it's cool because just from our interactions with the Ted Lasso fan community, yes, there are absolutely those people out there that uh, jumped on the show because it was so popular, is winning all these Emmys and everything. But that kind of root of uh, that idea of kindness that is perpetuated throughout the show, I just think that that probably does uh, kind of spill over to those people that might be interested in your organization through something like Jason, but then once they find out about your organization, I think that this is the group that will do things like go out there and donate and go out there and help. So it's it's awesome just to learn more about the story and especially for something that maybe people don't think of all the time. It doesn't necessarily come to the top of mind when you're thinking about giving those dollars and things like that. So it's just, it's very cool that you're able to blend that love of music, um, this very popular TV show. I'm hoping that your donations and things like that have gone up because of the show, but also yeah. that you still have that great uh, reason why people should be supporting Steps of Faith as well. Yeah, but very well said. Exactly. Yes. I mean, the whole point is, the thing is, if Jason was not um, famous, for lack of a better way to put it, right, he would be involved in this show, you know, mm -hmm. and there might not it might be in a much smaller venue, uh, but he would be up there with me, probably hosting, being Jason, being charming and charismatic and, you know, uh, uh, mischievous and wonderful <laughs> like he is. And um, but you know it's like like i always say a couple things about him it's like i know how to open a door you know but he has the keys to bigger doors right yeah so the whole point was you know using um his celebrity to to and, and then therefore you know by proxy other you know well-known friends just to get a lot of people to come in and go okay it's like the bridge of any good song here's what it kind of has a feel of um here's what i really brought you here to talk about and so it's like, that's what once, you know, he's always said, once we get him here, then they, then they see, you know, and that is referring to the audience members and that's referring to the artists that come, you know, um, we tried to, in my life and in steps of faith and with Thundergong, which is a big extension of all of those things. It's a very, this is your life kind of weekend for me. We just try to like, we just want to like be nice and have fun and do cool stuff with our friends. That's it. Like that's the secret to life. Just be nice, try to have fun, do cool stuff with your friends. When you try to do cool stuff with your friends, it's usually going to be fun. That's you know, great. If it's not get new friends. Um, so, uh, you know, and that's really just, we just try to create this culture of kindness and just fun, you know, and, and um, knowing that at the end of the day, at the end of the weekend, the end of the night, whatever, I mean, we were quite literally changing people's lives and, 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 um, I didn't expect to hear this when we got into this this gig here at Steps of Faith, but you know, I know at times we've people have told us we've saved their lives, you know. 
Um, you know, it's not just like, oh, this is convenient. Now I can walk again. You know, it really changes not just your whole body, but your mind, your spirit, uh, and that of your mind, body, and spirit of your family, of your community. So I'm really, I'm one of these people, you know, that, that, that steps of faith helps, you know, I'm, I'm an amputee myself and had my own financial issues with my health insurance and whatnot. So it's a lot of fun. And we really are, again, I can now kind of breathe and look back 10 years. You know, we've helped over a thousand people now, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Really thankful. We're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm massively looking forward to it. Um, you know, I'm uh, I told Craig beforehand I would like love one day just to get a live version of the uh, Hopeless Wanderer music video. Um, that's what that's what I would hope for one day. You've got two of them there, man. <laughs> oh, oh, the 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 Mumford deal. Mumford yes. Deal. Yeah, when when uh, he will and uh yeah, what is it? Jason Bateman and uh, Bateman Ed Helms. And- yeah. <laughs> they all did that music video. It's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life <laughs> i keep a note in my phone of thundergong ideas i'm That's just not on it but it is now it's like <laughs> it's, I told awesome. Craig, it's like <laughs> such an epic song and then it's just the four of them being ridiculous in this music video it's absolutely hilarious um but yeah. i i did just want to thank you though too just for all the work you're doing you know i, I worked a nonprofit for a while for um a child abuse a charity and mm-hmm. it, it's uh, it's hard work um, and it's, you know, sometimes sure. thankful, thankless work. And, you know, we have a host here um, on our network, Steve, uh, who is, you know, he's an amputee. Um, he is wheelchair bound, but he has lost uh, lost one of his legs. And he has a, ho- a whole show about bringing the um, that perspective to films, like kind of analyzing films through the lens of, you know, the disabled community um, or and, and, you know, like just kind of highlighting that. And so I'm always just appreciative of people that bring that to the forefront so you know before craig asks our, our our last question we love to ask i just wanted to say thank you for the work that you do man that's very sweet of you to say you guys are awesome um and i i really appreciate that will you send me the info or the link or whatever to that show yeah 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 we should say it's called uh it's called view from the back row that steve does and it's um so our network of shows is the front row network but his whole take on it is that with his wheelchair he can only sit in the back row he can only so ever sit he's in the, back the row. <laughs> he's the view from the back row which is uh yeah it's really cool and and steve's been uh battling a lot his whole life but he's mm-hmm. got such an optimistic tone and uh does a really good job on that show so we'll definitely send that over to you but you know okay so i've got one very quick logistical question and then i'm asking you our final question that we like to ask guests and so one logistical question is we've got ga seats how early do we need to get there to get a good seat (laughs) or a good spot good standing room uh for this show yeah uh okay i'm glad you asked yes yeah so so there are some reserved seats and then it's most mostly on the floor uh you know it's like a thousand general Mm -hmm. standing room so there's not a bad place in there if you've not been to uptown theater it only holds 2,500 at most. Um, so if you are standing at the back, it's not going to be bad. And there's mm-hmm. big video screens, the whole thing, but it's a historic, beautiful old theater. So there's not a bad spot. If you want to get right up front, get there when the doors open, which I think is, I'll double check this, but I, I believe the show starts at 730. So the doors for general admission open at 630. Oh, perfect. Um, and then the show, you know, if you're going to any concert at a theater or a place that size, 
you know, and you got three bands or, or, or two bands or whatever, you know, it's about a three hour thing, right? Mm -hmm. so we always try to make our show about three hours, especially if people have been there for an hour, you know, we try to not have people stand in much more than four hours. <laughs> we end up having some waterfall of, you know, um, last, well, hopefully a couple that I'm hoping and praying for, but last minute extra folks. And that means the show goes longer. Well, hope you don't mind standing a little bit longer for more famous. I think we'll be okay oh, with it. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, we'll be I'm okay with, with it. it. <laughs> uh, so we like to ask this last question and that is that you uh, have likely gotten to do some interviews, some press around steps of faith. And you added a little bit of this message maybe uh, earlier in your comments as well. But we'd like to do is kind of turn things back over to you and say, is there either a story that you don't ever get to talk about that you'd like to, or some kind of message that you're not really ever asked about that you wanted to make sure that we got out to our audience? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I, not off the top of my head. I mean, you know, I threw in a lot of things that you didn't ask, right? Like um, the, the, the veteran stats and things mm -hmm. like that, just trying to kind of clear this up. I mean, I, I guess I would just say, that's why I'm so interested in the, the view from the back. Although if he did come to Thundergong, they have ADA sections where he could. Oh, perfect. Awesome. You know, oh, nice. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, thankfully it seems, you know, while we could have a dystopian view of the fact that uh, we're under the thumb of drug companies and health insurance companies, <laughs> which we are, even our doctors, uh, you know, we are in a time of, um, you know, diversity and equity and inclusion uh, more and more, thankfully, at least in a lot of parts of this country. Um, but I will say, you know, uh, very much last in line or real, real close to the back is still the disabled community, you know. Um, so the fact that, you know, your friend is having a show about disabled people in film, I mean, this is a big passion point for me, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's really, and you're right. People don't always, you know, Jason does a bit, another big celebrity fueled fundraiser here in Kansas city. That's for a, a children's hospital. People are always mm -hmm. giving money to that and they should, you know, this is a whole different thing. And I think because people don't like to think about the nightmare of losing a limb or becoming disabled, you know what I mean? Which, if, if, which I think to a lot of people is a nightmare, you know? Yeah. So you're either literally, it's just, just not even on your radar, or it's just something that you don't want to think about consciously or subconsciously, you know? But what I would say is what, what we're doing and why I'm thankful to have this opportunity is like, yes, I used to, in the early days of steps of faith, it's like, I'm not trying to raise awareness. I'm trying to raise money so that I can, mm -hmm. people. but 10 years in, you don't have action without awareness, right? The action of giving money. So, you know, being able to, to rattle off these stats and this kind of information, you know, um, the thing is the night, the thing I feared the most more than death was having my leg amputated. And pretty much most of the most beautiful things that have happened in my life have either happened or come to fruition since losing my leg. Hmm. So I guess if I'm saying anything, it would be disabled people are last in line. Let's it, it doesn't need to be gross or weird or scary. <laughs> um, uh, if you're in a movie or a TV show and the character is disabled, A, it doesn't need to be about the fact that they're disabled. That doesn't need to be the mm -hmm. whole nature of the character. And no matter what, it needs to be a real human being who is a real actor who is also literally really disabled, uh, right? But also, and finally, you know, Steps of Faith, um, 
helps validate <laughs> and erase the nightmare, so to speak. You know what I mean? What we're doing is, again, the the ability to have change somebody's body and their mind and their spirit and just get them back to using all four of their limbs and getting back to work and back to being able to, you know, um, hug with two arms, you know, and those kinds of things, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And it, it's more than just physical. So if you yeah. are, and the cliches about fundraising are true, if you give $1, it all goes in the same bank account, right? <laughs> yes, there are salaries. I'm the one who who plugs the lights in every day, right? But, um, you know, there's, there's a cost of doing business in any nonprofit. But ultimately, thank God for cancer research fundraising, right? Those drugs helped save my life. Um, and they're even better now. But with Steps of Faith, it is a one plus one equals two right there. You give us money. We're helping people walk again every day. And so you can see that in action. You go to our website, go to our social media, which we post with, with client stories, folks we've helped even more often. But um, as awful as it is to have something like this happen, we can't prevent that. But we are here to help pick up the pieces and you know change the narrative um, as it has been changed by my friends and you know God in my life of uh, life goes on, you know, and we can really help people um, survive and thrive. That's yeah. so awesome. And this is going to sound a bit like a, a humble brag, but we've been reached out to by listeners from all around the world. Best way for them to give if they can't be in Kansas City on November 11th at Thundergong. What's the best way that they can help Steps of Faith? Yeah, the best way they can help is donate any amount of money. Whether it feels significant to you or not, it is significant to us. That is a fact. Look, man, we have somebody in 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 India who donates like a dollar twenty to us every month. In a lot of ways, that hits my heart as much, if not more, sometimes than the huge donations. So, Thundergong, there's always a lot of people that want to be involved and they can't because of you know geography, right? So, um, yeah, if you, if if you want to help out, donate any amount of money at StepsFaithFoundation.org. You can go to Thundergong.org and learn more about the event. Um, and 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 there's stories of folks we've helped there as well. Um, and you can donate from there, all of that. But yeah, I mean, that's really what it does. That's the money goes to changing people's lives, man. You know, and we, we, we've been at, that's like, great. been at it 10 years and now we're looking at the next 10. You're here. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time today. I know you're a busy man as well. I can't wait to be there November 11th and see all this unfold at Thundergong and just wishing you all the best on a successful event, okay? Thank you guys so much. You guys are really great. This was a really a lovely chat. I really appreciate it. That was awesome. Uh, Billy is just so great. He's uh, he he's a cool dude. He's yeah. uh, you can tell that his heart is in this uh, in the right place. I liked that he was real and honest with us about how uh, there's a lot of people that are affected by this that perhaps we don't necessarily think of off of the top of our heads and that Steps of Faith are able to help those people. Over a thousand people that they've helped mm. with prosthetic limbs through events like Thundergong, but the work that they do all year. Uh, thoughts, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. It's it, like, again, you go and listen to that conversation and even just do more research on Steps of Faith. The expense of prosthetics is just um, unbelievable. And so, you know, when you think about how people might not have any way or any mechanism to help them pay for that sort of thing, it makes an organization like this so, so vital. And again, you even asked it, Craig, it's just like, it, it seems like it's hardly at the forefront of people's thoughts when it comes to like charity giving and giving, you know, dollars to worthy causes. It needs to be there. And that's why I'm really grateful that, you know, 
Jason and and his entire platform, he you know expands this and he you know champions this cause, and that through Thundergong, that you know they're able to you know, help more people because that literally is what it's about. It all goes to helping these people. And, um, you know, amazing conversation, amazing guy. I cannot wait to see him in person when we get to Thundergong and uh, just cheer on all the work that they're doing. Absolutely. I loved his answer to uh, how Jason's fame has helped because he can, Billy can open doors, but Jason's got bigger keys, bigger doors. And yeah. <laughs> so it is really cool. And of course, Jason's brought us all together through this crazy thing called Ted Lasso. And so we're <laughs> hoping that we can raise some money for Steps of Faith yes. uh, as a platform, as a podcast. We're still at this moment. I'm trying to figure out, we're just going to send you to the website for sure. If there's some kind of ability for us to do a specific fundraiser through social media, we will do that. And so keep an eye out on our Facebook page for that in particular. We'll share the links as well on Instagram and on uh, uh, other platforms we'd love to raise you know some money for this organization even if yeah. it's not that much money i think it would just be great to be able to give back before thunder gong uh and just make sure that we do our part to make sure that they have a successful event because i'm so excited to see it out there but yeah. any final thoughts that you have no, I, what you just said about, yeah, trying to raise some money for them. And as he said, you know, a little bit, it might not seem like a, you know, much to you, but it's much to them, you know? And so like, even if it's $1, $5, $10, you know, like a million dollars, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, those, those funds are vital to them helping. So just, if you can give something, please do. Um, we'll share all that out, but amazing work, Billy. Love talking to you. Keep it up and uh, we will see you real soon. Yeah, that's so awesome. And, you know, any millionaire donors out there, definitely yes. um, we can tell you about our super exclusive private Patreon page that you can get involved with, too. No, I'm just kidding. But let's raise some money. Billionaire, for, yeah, listeners. Yeah, let's raise some money for Steps of Faith. Let's uh, have fun at Thundergong if you're going to be there. Maybe we you may try to do some kind of quick meetup or something like that beforehand. Got to yeah. work out all those kinds of details. Uh, but we cannot wait to go to Thundergong and to support this event. And I'm just so glad we got a we got a call out to view from the back row too so go yeah. and listen to Steve's show view from the back row it hasn't been as active now because uh he's been facing some challenges this last year uh health wise but yeah. he's back at it i know he's going to be recording and he has been recording so you see new episodes in those feeds too of course continue to follow along with us we're going to get back to our shrinking episode rewatch with episode two as soon as possible here but we wanted to make sure we brought you this very special interview with billy from steps of faith all about thunder gong today so for peanut butter and biscuits i am craig and i'm jeremy and as always we get to go back to it buddy yeah be, be a goldfish. goldfish we really need a new one for shrieking <laughs> yes we do <laughs> PB&B Shrinks is a production of the Front Row Network, the entertainment arm of NPR Illinois. Our theme music is Come Daylight by Victor Lundberg. For more from the network, including our articles, podcasts, videos, and much more, visit www.nprillinois.org slash programs slash front dash row dash network.